And we're back, Slaughter University, uh, part two. But God wins. You know, I want to read this verse to y'all. John 14, 27. By far, this is one of my favorite verses ever. And when I meditate on this verse, you have to meditate on it and, rec and, and recite it till you believe it. And y'all wonder why when y'all declare the word of y'all life, you don't see it happen. Because you got to have faith. You don't believe in what you what you saying. You know, when I slow down, one more time for y'all. When I slow down, right, I try to go back to John 14, 27. It says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Yo, if you don't meditate on nothing else in a hard time, understand that the peace that God gives to you is what you're missing when you decide that you're going to move at that pace that you keep saying you want to move at. Do you know that we set a lot of unrealistic goals for ourselves? And I had to go back and do a self-reflection and I'm still breaking it down in therapy. But, but one day I told my wife, I said, I got a problem where I always feel like I can't finish anything that I start. Like why I can't finish things that I start. And that was always the, the conversation I would have with myself. I say, I'm going to do this and I don't do it. I say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to don't do it. And I start feeling like, well, maybe my desire is just in the wrong place. And God is just correcting my heart because my desire is in the wrong place. True, that could be a reason. But what God revealed to me on a Saturday when I was at work, my wife came up there and had uh, lunch with me. I said, is it that I can't finish what I start? Or am I constantly biting off more than I can chew? Ding, 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 I feel like the Holy Spirit came out of me and looked at me and said, finally, you get it. Why do you keep biting off more than you can chew? Slow down. See, anybody in my family, my friends, they'll tell you, they be like, Chris don't chew his food, he just swallow it. He just swallowed his food. The bones still be hot when I'm done eating. I ain't finna play with you. But when you slow down and realize that you're biting off more than you can chew, now we can we can dig a little deeper. Hold on, wait a minute. Why am I biting off more than I can chew? Because I'm trying to feel a sense of accomplishment. Why do I have to drop four podcast episodes a week? Because if this is truly God's podcast, and this is truly what God wants me to do, then guess what? God knows my schedule. He knows that I'm working 12 hours. He knows I need the money to take care of my family. And he provided me a time slot to do what he need me to do. And when it comes a time for me to do more, he will open up my schedule to do more. So why am I biting off more than I could chew? Why are my cheeks full like chipmunks? And I can't digest my food. 
because I'm trying to be everything to everybody. Some of y'all trying to be the perfect spouse, the perfect friend, the perfect son, the perfect daughter, the perfect student, the perfect uh, uh, mentee, mentor. You just striving for perfection and you biting off so much. And people are asking you to do this and they ask you to do this and you can't say no. You know why? Because you don't have boundaries. You don't have boundaries. You have no set boundaries. And your esteem and your sense of accomplishment and your sense of worth comes from the pats on the backs and the nods that you get when you fulfilling something for everybody else. But I believe that the word says that you're worthy because he says that you are. And God holds his word above his own name. So if God says that I'm worthy because you say I am, then why am I seeking pats on the backs and kudos from everybody else that's not the Lord? Because now I have took the Lord off the seat of my heart and I have put man on the seat of my heart because I'm looking for man's approval. Because see, when I do everything as if I'm doing it unto the Lord, it doesn't matter who gives me a head nod. Because as a believer, the Lord says that I shall be persecuted. So why am I seeking to please people? If anything, I should be seeking to be the salt of the earth. Y'all a little bland. Let me give you a little seasoning because the flavor come from the Lord. This is what he called us to do. I stand as an example of Christ. Right? Some of you may be striving to be the perfect parent. You know, me and my wife had this conversation the other day. And don't get me wrong, us as children, we go through things. You know, we had absent fathers. Some of you may have absent mothers. Some of you might have absent both. And only had a grandparent. And you know, you say, oh, well, when I become a kid, uh, I mean, when I'm sorry, when I become um, an adult and have kids, I'm not going to be what my parents was to me. Can I just say this right now? So, Grace, I'm going to need everybody to stop in your tracks, and I'm going to need you to repent, and I'm going to need you to show some grace. Because you who aren't even a parent, is already talking about what you're going to do before you before you get there. Before you get there. It's certain scenarios that I play in my head and I be talking to the Lord in my personal time. I say, Lord, I don't even know how I would respond in that situation. I don't know how I would respond in that situation. If anything, when people say, are you ready to be a dad? I'm like, well, what part? <laughs> the early years, maybe, yeah. I could do that. I could do that the early years when you just goo goo and gaga and stop this and stop that. That's that's probably the easy part. But what happened when them kids start talking back? What happened when those children start having their own personalities? What are, what happens when them children start becoming impressionable, and 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 they're bringing you things that the world has taught them, and and you, and you like wait a minute, hold on. What, what are you doing? So please understand something. It's not as easy as it may look. You need to forgive. 
those parents of yours that you may be holding anything in, because guess what? When your time comes to have a child, you're going to see for yourself that it's not as easy as you think it is. Especially when some of them are doing it as single parents. You got to work and you got to find babysitters. And, you know, even my therapist say that she tells a lot of her clients that who are parents. You, you, you work so hard at trying to provide a living that you forget to slow down and enjoy those moments. That matter. That matter. Could you, could, you know, I, I love my father to death. I, I do love my father to death. Do I feel like I needed my father in my life? Yes. A father is an important figure. But was my father following a Christ life like a lifestyle at that time? No, he was not. No, he was not. So I have to ask myself, would the lifestyle my father was living, would it have been better for him to be there or be somewhere else where I couldn't see his example? But you know what? I can hold my father in contempt. Or I can say, you know what? My mom and my dad was just having sex. Let's just be real. They were just bumping uglies. My dad was younger than me when he had me. It's not like they sat up there and said, you know what? Let's try for a baby. Let's try. And it's spread eagle. No. Like all of us, just out there doing what we're doing, knowing what the risk could be, but not thinking it could happen to us. At that time, you know, uh, heroin was a big thing. Cocaine was a big thing. Crack became a big thing. All these drugs became huge, right, around that time. I wasn't no crack, baby. Don't come for me. But my father was a drug abuser, and he would tell you that. So... How could I expect something from somebody who didn't even have their own life together? I wasn't planned. I just boop. But I thank God for moving in my mother's life and, and saving my mother's soul and bringing her to Christ because my mother raised me in the church so God could be my dad. The Lord was always my father. And no matter how far I thought I was going, I was always on the leash. Can we thank God for the invisible leash? Can we just thank God for the invisible leash that you don't think you got? Because some of you think, Lord, I went too far, but the Lord said you was on a leash this whole time. You thought that the cuts on your arm was going to kill you, but it was only for a short time. I allow certain things to happen to you. I allow certain things to happen to you. Because I said, I'm going to use that for my glory. I'm going to use that for my glory. She going to learn from that. She's going to learn from that. She got this. He got this. He got that. Who's your daddy? Is it, is it, is it, is it the people that birthed you? Or is it God? Because sometimes I have said, Lord, thank you I wasn't born in a third world country. Thank you I was born at the time that I was born. 
And if you don't slow down sometimes, you're going to miss those simple things that you just said, you know what, Lord? Both of my eyes work. I might wear glasses, but Lord, I can see. We just went through a national pandemic, not even three years ago. But you're here watching me or listening to me. You didn't die. Thank you, Lord. When people was dropping dead like flies. I didn't trust the vaccine, but I got the vaccine and I'm still alive. Can we slow down? Can we slow down and bring it back and say, Lord, forgive me because I need to close my eyes for a second and listen. It's so many things going on around me. And you mean to tell me that I'm every, you're everywhere? God, you're everywhere. You're moving in my life. You're listening to my prayers. You're listening. Come on now. Y'all ever seen uh, 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 Bruce Almighty with Jim Carrey? And when he, he couldn't handle all the prayers that was coming in. Come on now. I believe that's similarly like what, what God showed Job. Like, like, let's bring it to a pause. And I said this before on the previous part, how my mom used to always tell me, just slow down and give it a break and come back and later on. Some of you be trying to do stuff sleepy. You tired as all get out. I gotta, I gotta grind. Grind don't stop. Hustle, hustle need to stop and get some rest. Let me tell you something. Either you going to sit down or your body going to sit you down. I don't care what nobody tell you. Driving intoxicated is not as bad as driving sleepy. Okay? I don't care what nobody tell you. I done had nights where I done drove home intoxicated. And I got here by the grace of God. I'm not saying it was me. Whip game me strong, but I'm not saying it was me. But intoxicated, I have made it home. But I will be lying to you tonight if I didn't sit here and tell you that it was times I done hopped behind that wheel and I could not keep my eyes open. And I almost crashed multiple times. Multiple times, it was almost a wrap. Driving sleepy. Sometimes you got to just say, you know what? I need to rest. It is a reason why he gave us the Sabbath day. Whatever that day is to you now. I'm not even getting into all that. Some people say it was Sunday. Some people say it was Saturday. We live in a Western culture. Your Sabbath is whatever day it can be your Sabbath. Right? So if you off on Wednesday, then guess what? That's your Sabbath. All right? That's your Sabbath. It's a day that you dedicate to not doing anything and, and, and relaxing. When you get out here in the dating world, you looking at your age, you counting how many eggs you got left. You like, I have 400, but Lord, I'm finna be 30. And when I turn 35, 
pregnancy become complicated and those things may be true but what god do you serve because if he could give sarah a baby at 90 something what's your 35 what's your 30 you making yourself older than what you really are now you getting out here and you don't think God going to do it. So you done ran into somebody else that you used to talk to who wasn't that bad of a guy, but you know for a fact he wasn't the guy. But now you done been a couple years and you looking at your age and now you looking at him and he looking kind of good. He don't look good to you. But he looks like an accomplishment. Well, Lord, maybe God did this. He rekindled this. No, Lord, Lord didn't rekindle nothing. The Lord didn't rekindle nothing. Because his word said he's doing a new thing. And my God don't contradict himself. So if God says that he's doing a new thing, he ain't rekindling nothing. You rekindled it. You rekindled that. You are the one out there sleeping with Hagar, the Egyptian, because you don't believe that the promise is coming. You out there doing that. And, and, and for those who have ultimate faith, have all the faith you want, but understand something. James 2.14 says, What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith, and have not works can faith save him hold on i'm finna hit my smurder hold on what you mean what do you mean you telling me to have faith now you telling me to have work they go hand in hand faith is believing what god said he was already going to do A six foot one, six foot two, 235 chocolate, bearded, muscular, six figure man of God is not finna come knock on your door. Yeah, the Lord told me to knock on apartment 3H. And he said, it's a woman in there. Shut up. Them days over with. Read about him in the Old Testament. God ain't sending nobody to your door. God ain't sent about to your door. Brother who suffer with self-esteem issues and rejection, you keep saying, I'm waiting for God to reveal to you my wife. She not on that video game. She not, she not on uh, uh, Pornhub. She's not there. You have to have faith with that work. You're going to have to open yourself up, woman of God. You're going to have to go on some dates. You got to stop hiding behind God. God wants to work through you. How you going to work through somebody and they constantly hiding behind you? You got to go on a date. Uh, uh, I don't trust men. All they want is some booty. Well, I hope he do. I hope he wants your booty. I hope you don't want to be with a man that don't want to touch you. I hope he do. 
Let's slow down and let's think about this for a second now. Let's 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 think about this for a second. You don't want nobody that wants you. No, no, I think you should want somebody that wants you. But what you need to do is understand that that won't has to come at the right time and in the right place. And that that cookie don't need to come out of that cookie jar until you put a ring on it. And that's where I'm at with it right now. You all have to understand something. You can rush God if you want to, but you're going to make a fool of yourself. God is not moved by your impatience. You're just going to agitate yourself. You just antsy in the chill. For what? For what? Why are you so antsy? Because you trying to rush the Lord? No, 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 no. You want your husband to find you? Go make yourself findable. Because at this point, I'm sick and tired of you. I love you. I love you, sister in Christ. I love you dearly. You as beautiful as they come, but you full of it. I love you, brother. You as handsome as they come, but you full of it. You are full of it. All this hiding that we're doing? No. That's not, that's not of God. God called you out to go out into the world. Now get up and go out into the world. I don't care if you just got to go get yourself together and just walk through the mall. Walk through the mall. You ain't got to buy nothing. Be a window shopper for the day. Y'all do that anyway. Y'all love going out with no money. Go out and be seen. Come on now. Use the discernment that God gave you. Now, if a dude approaches you on some humbug, you know that's not you know that's not a man of God. And when these men of God approach you, test them by their fruits. Bump what they're talking about. Test them by their fruits. But you ain't gonna be able to test a person by their fruit until you slow down. Because he walked up on you in church and he had that that Jimmy Choo, that Savage, that that YSL cologne on. He had on one of his daddy's suits. Got him and his daddy the same size. He walked up and shook your hand and he remained eye contact with you the whole time. How you doing? Welcome to the First Church Baptist Presbyterian Cathedral. Uh, AME, uh, Lutheran. Come on now. You shouldn't even be at a church with all them, all them denominations. And you feel like because he did that, and he's attractive, now you already planning the wedding in your head. Can we slow? Can we slow down? Can we slow down? Please. Can we slow down? Get to know this brother first. Because I'm pretty sure he shook your hand along with every other saint hand that was in that building. Please. Y'all, 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 get on my last nerve. Y'all, 
listen to everybody else that's telling you how to keep a man. Newsflash, coming to you live, Slaughter University, he said here first, you cannot keep a man that's not trying to be kept. Bingo. Who got bingo? I do. I just told you. You can't keep a man that ain't trying to be kept. So once you understand that, your daily life is going to become a whole bunch easier. All that, oh, I got to show them I can cook. No, you don't. No, you don't. I got to test the water. No, you don't. That's the enemy. That's the enemy. It's the garden eating all over again. That is the enemy. Telling you that you got to go against God. No, you don't. Test him by his fruits. He say he going to call you back? He going to call you back? Hey, man, look. You said you going to call me back. Come on now. Hey. Come on. What we doing? If he ain't got no reasonable reason, because stuff happened, he just blew you off, didn't call you back, but want to come back on church on Sunday when you wore that dress that you really know probably ain't a church dress, but you're going you gonna to slide you gonna slide your hips in there anyway. Story for another day. But you know that dress really ain't no church dress, but he didn't call you back, so you're going to put it on. Nah, that, that was the club dress. But you knew Mr. Uh... Mr. Uh, YSL Cologne was going to be there. And because you're mad he didn't call you back, now you're trying to draw his attention. We need to slow down. I'm going to keep showing y'all this picture of Bobby Valentino. Like I said, he is not a role model, but when it comes to slowing down, he made a song, Slow Down. What he said after that don't matter because I'm not going there. But the key word is slow down. I need y'all to print out a picture of Bobby Valentino and I need you to put it in your car. I need you to put it in your house. I need you to put it on top of your... Everywhere. Slow. I will talk like this for the rest of this pod until y'all burn this picture in y'all head. Slow down. Slow it down. You don't even know that man middle name, but that's your husband? Who told you that? And some of y'all done met the person. But God, I want you to just confirm that this is my person. Where in the Bible does it say God going to do that? Where in the Bible does God say, I'm going to handpick somebody for you? Because last time I checked, when Abraham was dying and he wanted a, a wife for Isaac, he sent his faithful servant and the servant prayed and just said, Lord, if I do this and the person says this, then this is the person that you want. But God didn't tell him who it was. He prayed and kept seeking. Test these people by their fruits. So y'all meet the person, y'all pray for the person. Then when you meet a person that you like, you start praying. You start praying and you start speeding it back up again. Next thing you know, y'all go from having Bible study on Zoom to having Bible study at, at Bedside Baptist. Now you waking up to, to, to Mr. Handsome or Mrs. Wright. 
What? Wait a minute. How did he get in your bed? Both of y'all in the church of God and nobody. And see, y'all don't want to tell nobody y'all dating because y'all don't want no accountability. Y'all don't want no accountability. Y'all don't want nobody to tell y'all. Y'all don't want no, no, nobody said, well, if y'all want to hang, y'all can come hang over here. Oh, no, we grown. We can, we can do it. We got this. We got this. And now you fold it like a pretzel with cheese. Because he just dropped the cheese off on you. I'll keep it real at Slaughter University. Because y'all, y'all even talk about what I'm saying. Cause you finna go listen to all this rap music, and everybody else tell you to uh, bend it, pop it, drop it, lock it, open it, spread it, smell it, sniff it. You hear them say it. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Now you a pretzel because you didn't want no accountability partner. I'm going to need you guys to slow down. And I'm going to need you guys to tone in, hone in on the spirit of God. And understand that this is not a race. It is a marathon. You're not going to get your reward till you get to heaven anyway. Come on now. I love every last one of y'all. Dearly, truly, earnestly, I do. But the word of the week is slow down. In your walk, take it day by day and let the Lord fill you with his spirit. Until next time, love you guys. Peace out.